from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Well, Rob Shooter, we're right in your wheelhouse because we're talking royal wedding, royal babies are here. I feel like once this is done, we're back to just the ordinary boring Isn't celebrities. Isn't that awful? The How accent that I have very well, the accent that I have really helps me this week. It's all royal babies all the I time. I see you all over the place. So I'm like, I know him. <laughs> I saw you last night on Facebook Live outside a theater. Was yes. it the Donna Summer musical? Donna Summer. I mean, not knowing much about Donna Summer, you you learn how iconic Donna Summer was to the music the industry. The queen of Disco, the queen of disco. The queen, not just that. Did you know her parents? We're talking about Donna Summer right now. Uh, Donna Summer's parents, when before she was born, her they couldn't figure her name, and her dad, I believe, said, "Let's call her Madonna." Wow. And mom thought that was a little bit too prestigious, right? Um, but apparently, <laughs> little did they know, twenty years later, <laughs> right? So they named her Donna. Donna she's the original Madonna. Uh, te- the original you, you Donna. Can argue it's that a, point. It's a fascinating. So last night they had this musical on Broadway right. where they have all her songs. I saw it a couple of days ago. They have all those great songs, Last Dance, and all those disco hits that they just put you in a great mood. So they put all the songs into her life story, and I didn't realize that she had such a religious Christian upbringing, yeah. and she was brought up as a as a real devout follower, and then she. 
she got a part in Hair, the musical, in Germany, not in America. Imagine uh, the other thing I, I where found. she's naked. Yeah, so, so interesting. Where before she got into the music world, all those record execs at the time ca- called her and said, have you ever been naked before? And Oi. she's like, uh, no, I'm a, 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 a nice girl. But yeah, it's, like. So it's interesting to see the transformation from there. And di- did you know, did you know, Rob Shooter, she is a world-renowned, Donna Summer is a world-renowned painter. I did know she painted. Yeah. I did know she painted. So we could be walking around and, and see and, a Donna and Summer a on Donna the wall. Summer. A fascinating life and, and, a, and, a, and a, a musical on Broadway full of the hits and um, my foot was tapping and at the end, everybody's on their feet dancing and, and smiling and it's just one act. It doesn't have an intermission. No intermission. So, so was, it's so fun. Was, like uh, You just fly through it and they, then go and get drinks. They had <laughs> me on the red carpet for the premiere uh, and I was on Don, Donna Summer musical Facebook page. You can watch it. But I was telling all the stars that were attending the show, like Jimmy Fallon and and Tommy Hilfiger and Gail King, that there was no intermission. They were shocked. Oh, they didn't know there was they no. Like, it's just, it's one act. Because in their mind, they're like, okay, that's my time to go get a right, a, go to the bar, get the loo, get a pee, yeah, wash exactly. my hands. They're right. like, oh, good to know. I need to get How in there. How did you make Jimmy laugh? I saw a picture of Jimmy laughing with so you. So he has a few bits where he wears tight clothes. I like uh, that. Yeah. Inspired from the '70s. So I go, <laughs> did you get that inspiration from Donna Summer? And he said, oh, we're, well, we're currently in litigation right now, joking. <laughs> and then we were singing some Donna Summer songs oh. too. And, were uh, you the official host of this for yeah, the official for the show? Itself. So Donna Summers, the musical, hired you, came to you yes. and said, will you be our official red cop? That's fantastic. So I uh, got to see Gail King. and it's I love so, Gail. It's Gail's so Oprah's best friend, for people that don't it, know. It, but ex- she's, exactly. She's pretty much the vice president. She is, but she's sort of fabulous in her own right. Everybody, I always Host hate to of, say uh, that. The CBS Early CBS Show. CBS Early Show, which is on fire. The numbers are terrific. And she's a great lady. So you know what I learned about Gail King? Uh, because, you know, being how famous she is and, and well-connected. Uh, <laughs> so she has the CBS Early Show. Uh, uh, every morning, Monday through Friday, what time would you say Gail King wakes up? Um, 3 a.m. Yep. Yep. 3 a.m. Yep. in the morning. Kathleen and Hoda. I did um, Good Day New York this morning, and I think Rosanna gets up at 3 o'clock. But it's they so have to do all their notes. Before they get there, they have to well, hair I know they have a lot and of notes and reading. And... But they're on TV, I think, around 7, and I get you have to get ready. And well, you have you, to well I think you get up at 3, and then you sit in your living room swearing to the world till 4. So yeah, I think you need an hour cup, yeah. just by yourself just to swear. So I think you get up at 3, you sit in your living room until 4, just like, am I alive? Am I dead? Is this hell? Is this heaven? And then I think the car probably picks you up at 4.30. You get there at 5, which gives you about two hours to get hair yeah. and makeup and, and notes. You know what's interesting? Uh, Can you imagine living like that, though? No. Uh, oh. I kind of do to well, a you degree. you do because you get up here. What time do you get up to come uh, here? My alarm goes off at 3.45. So it's I not get, that different. Not that different. But but 45 minutes is a world of difference at, 3 when at that time in the morning. Do you go to bed really early because you have to get up Yes so and no, depending on the day. If you don't go to bed early, are you grouchy? Yes, very you grouchy. Grumpy. I am. And when you get home from work, I'm are you, one of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> I am the grumpy dwarf. <laughs> when you get home from work, are you grumpy now or are you happy? Uh, no, you're happy because it's a different. You're you kind of have that stress of work off your shoulders for the time being, given right. you know your phone still blows up. But and then aside you go, from that, you go to bed tonight, and then the alarm goes off at three forty-five. What does your wife do and your baby? She well, I've been together now with my wife almost twelve years, five years married, going in June. Uh, but she's used to it. It's just like white noise. You oh, know, so when you hear something so much, like the Does alarm, she stir now or not even stir? She, it doesn't even move. Like, it, a budge. Fast kiss, asleep. Kiss goodbye. See you later. Oh, so you kiss her. So she's lying in bed asleep. And you're like, yeah. bye, I love you. And does it's she a wake, consensual kiss, by uh, the way. I just want to put it on d- the record. Does she wake up? Or she, uh, she, uh, I get, I get <laughs> a... I love you. I'll get up. And, and then some days I'll get a, hey, how come you didn't say goodbye to me? Uh, I go, uh, I, oh. I, I, I did. Oh, she just slept yeah, through she, it. Yeah, she slept right through oh. it. Um, so on the right carpet last night, here's a little tactic I learned from Jimmy Fallon, which I think anybody can apply to life. And Tell you me. and I. 
So when talking to Jimmy Fallon, given there's a picture on my Instagram where he's laughing hysterically. I love the picture. You know, you know how you feel great? You laugh, not laugh at somebody, laugh with somebody. Mm-hmm. So Rob, go ahead, just ask me, ask me a question. Um, when Anything. Was the, when was the last time you picked your nose? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh man, I, I I think the other day. I mean, what was the that's, last? That's how you be. So answer. you laugh, you oh. laugh with someone, and like in a, in a fun way, yeah, yeah. like oh my god, that is the. Let's try. Let's thing. try. You ask me a question. Let uh, me try. Um. So Rob, uh, you know, did you use the cheese for your dinner last <laughs> night? The cheese. Yeah. Oh my dinner. <laughs> I feel like a million bucks because oh. I think you are so overly invested in oh. me. And I'm telling you, I walked away given my short time with Jimmy feeling Fallon, feeling like a million dollars. I was I spent an hour with him, given it was under two minutes. Right. I, I noticed you posted the picture like you were so proud you made him laugh. Oh yeah. I, like, I noticed I was like, wow. But, but I caught it once. I, I was like, we really didn't do anything thought provoking, and I didn't say anything hilarious. Right. I was expecting a joke this morning. Well, e- exactly. But if you want to feel uh, make someone feel great about themselves, kind of just like make them feel like. Their question let, is the best let question Let me make ever. you feel great about yourself right now because I have some news. Oh, what's that? I have found out through unofficial channels, although I'm pretty sure I'm right, that this podcast, Celebrity Buzz with Garrett and Rob, is in the top 10 podcasts at iHeartRadio. The one top man, 10. One man clapping for uh, two men, of, and thank you. Of thank the you. entire company. That is the, the entire wow. iHeart. This is not This is not iHeart in New York. This is not Z100. I was told by a friend of mine that works up at the big, big station on 55th Street, like the big corporate <laughs> The one we never can get We're up to. We're not allowed into security. We need a password. But uh, our station's downtown where we record this. But I was told by somebody who works at the big boss station How about that, that me and you, you and me, are in the top 10 podcasts of the entire... This little dog and pony. And that includes the Ryan Seacrest channel show. That includes the Bobby Bones, who's my new crush. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Sean Hannity, the political people. We're in the top 10. We might be number 10. But still, I I I will take it. I, I don't Congratulations. care. I, I don't care if number one is, uh, you know, a billion views and we're at <laughs> number two. Number ten is like five yeah, years. Yeah, we're Congratulations. Five. Is that lovely to know? Back at you. They it, should it, tell people this. A, a lot of it's to your doing, it's too, all to because me, without you, you, we wouldn't have as uh, many oh, stories I agree. as possible. No, I think it's all me. Um, all right. So, yeah, Donna Summer last night, but let's talk about, uh, let's move over to the Royals real quick, because that's what the world is talking about. Let's first talk about the third uh, child for, for Kate and William. Yes. Um, Little boy. Now, born yesterday. They were born, yeah, born on Monday. But here's the thing, Rob. Here's the story. Was the third child, which we don't know the name just yet, yet. was the child born on Monday? Yes. Yes. They don't and not play Saturday. The, because no, they be, don't play the card. I get it. I get she walked out the hospital. I, I get got it. my Kardashian very, theory get, ready for but you. But they don't play that. Kate doesn't play that game. I know Kate doesn't play it, but she's still a royal where she the royals still, still play the game. And here's my theory, and let me know how far-fetched you think it yes. is. So the queen had her birthday party on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Kate was not there, given she was ready yes, to uh, go into labor. at any moment, yes. Kate went into labor, according to the news, mm-hmm. around 5.30 in the morning, U.S. time on the East Coast. Yes. Which is almost around 10, 10 11 a.m. Yeah, 11 a.m. Uh, Monday. Correct. Yes. And apparently she gave birth around 11 a.m. Yep. By the time the news broke, it's 8 a.m. here on the east coast of New York. It's mm-hmm. around lunchtime back home in the U.K. The masses are awake. West Coast is slowly waking up. The news is spreading mm-hmm. to the West Coast. The royals were able to cover all of the U.K., all of North America, in one shot by announcing it around 8 a.m. east coast Let me time. tell you the hole in your theory. She could have had the baby at 
at any time of day and it would have made worldwide news. Oh, well, yes. So, so it wasn't like, so some celebrities, as we know on red carpets, have to arrive at a certain time to get any attention. Correct. That isn't Kate. Kate could give birth in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, in the middle of, whenever she wants to give birth. It is such worldwide news. They didn't plan the, the baby for the media. Now, did they plan the time for her to walk out right. and the announcement? Yes, absolutely right. But they don't plan the time the baby physically comes out. Well, no, I they don't, don't think, play no, those games. Well, not when it, like, they're like, okay, you have it now. Yes. I think they uh, they had the child either earlier in the day. Uh, uh, no, I think they, but, but on the, when they announced the child, they announced when the child was born. They're not messing with birth dates. They're not, they're not changing someone's birth date. So but I think, they told, I think they told the public, and I, again, I could be completely wrong, just, uh, you know, poking holes in conspiracy theories. I think they tell the public one thing, only for this. It gave Kate and William time to absorb a piece of quiet before the rest of the world knew their news. So by them having the baby on, whether it be Saturday night or Sunday, can't be Saturday night because William was at uh, the Queen's party. So I have a feeling it was around Sunday at some point throughout the day. No one knew. I mean, how right. you're, you're not going to leak it to the press, or else off with your head, as they say. No, I, it's, it's quite surprising. The, the British press are probably more independent than the American right. press. They don't mess about. She had the baby at eleven o'clock on Monday, and if they want peace and quiet, they turn off the TV. Like right. I said, they're not. They like you and me have to go back home and deal with p- family and parents. They but didn't. N- they go to a palace. N- they close the door. The Queen is coming to see the baby today. They're under no stress whatsoever. If she didn't want to leave the hospital when she left, it was just, seven hours later. She didn't have to. See, the, the, like me and you get pushed out the hospital. They're like, my my well, my, like my, medics, my my insurance are like, you got to get out. We're not paying an extra day. You or else you're out. paying a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, just no. knowing knowing the the birth process. Uh, obviously, she didn't have a C-section because uh, she had a C-section. Uh, the 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 girl, the woman would be held up in a bed for at least mm-hmm. a day or two. So she. Oh, it's a vaginal birth, yeah. Uh, but but even still, seven hours later, you put on a dress and, and heels and it, see it, you later. It, and this is a cultural difference. A lot of British women do leave the hospital the day the baby's born. See, I didn't know that. And so, like, it's just culturally different. I think we always see things through our eyes. But when we think of other cultures, you have to put yourself in their shoes. Right. Most women in Britain leave the hospital pretty quick. If there's no complications, if there's a good, if there's a family at home to support you, most women will get out of the hospital within 24 hours. I think 80% of women well, leave really quick. Everyone's different. I do and know so that. And so the culture in Britain's really like, you had your baby, here's the baby, bye. They don't, they don't really mess about. And so you also have to remember too, she went home to a lot of help. This, there's, the, yeah. the, the, if anybody can do this, it's her. She had a very, very loose dress on. I'm sure she had help under the dress. She had I'm heels not saying on she too. had. She did, but she she walked from here to there. You're like right. you know, it's fifty. And then she's in a car. She gets back to Kensington Palace. She's back in bed now. The makeup's off. The frocks off. The heels are off. And she's lying in bed like ah, <laughs> like like you know, it's 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 it. I think part of that job, and it's a good job because the. The perks of the job are incredible. Part of the job is walking 50 steps from here to the car and smiling. Oh, of course. And she puts on a show. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, in uh, learning about the royal family uh, lineage uh, that Charlotte, uh, the baby girl that is they had, she, uh, she is not dropping back in line. She is saying... She, yeah, she would have before. So before they changed the act of succession. Right. So before boys always trumped girls. So if of you course. were the last boy born, you trumped your three sisters before you or however many. They changed it because they said it was a terribly sexy rule and by definition it right. is sexist oh, no, it's about se- your sex I thought it was amazing that and she so doesn't have to get, uh, fall back in line yep. and be in front of uh, Uncle Harry yeah they've changed the rules now if, 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 if Diana had had a daughter 
that would it wouldn't have it, the, the she would have been fallen yeah, back yeah just would have fell back but i think it's I think it's the right rule. We can't put boys ahead of girls in 2018. It's just wrong. Have you ever seen The Crown? I love that show. Uh, well, I, I don't know if it's anything like this, but listening to the story about how you line up to become the next in line for the throne, I think I developed a show that we could turn into something. <laughs> it has to be a drama. Yes. has to be around the royal family. Yes. But something of similar nature where <laughs> the royals, you know, they have children, and the like. a uh, 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 Harry, who is seventh in line right now mm-hmm. to become king of England— Pretty much kills off, fights his way up to the to, to number one, but in like a drama drama type right. it's way. It's very Game of Thrones. It's very Game of but, Thrones, but modern day. Right. But I think the trouble is, is that Harry doesn't want to be king. Well, I'm not just saying. I'm just saying no, for a drama on Netflix. It's a good idea. I think though, um, everybody thinks you want to be king. You don't. Yeah. It's a horrible job. It's not a ho- you, you you live like you live just as good a life if you're number seven or number one for the throne. You really do. You live in the same palace. Of course. You eat the same food. You sleep on the same fabulous sheets. So honestly, I would not want to be the king of England. I don't want the pressure. I don't want people watching me. Harry's got the best gig in the world now because he's got all the money, all the fame, all the success. And he can really do whatever he wants. And so the really smart ones like Harry find a charity or they find something to do. Yep. And so like Harry's got a great... I'd hate to be Prince William. Well, I want to be Harry. Well, before we talk about uh, Harry and his wedding, uh, another baby that came about, the uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson had a that. baby daughter. Now, here's another interesting theory that I had, too. So he just got off a worldwide press tour for his movie Rampage yes. before he kicks into gear in about another week for another <laughs> yeah, uh, so movie movies. Uh, uh, about a tower, <laughs> you know, going up in flames right. and he saves oh. the day. And then he goes into production for uh, the Jungle Cruise in Disney. He found a way for his wife or girlfriend to have a or fiance, whatever, to have a baby. The the forty eight hours he has off on a, a very, it's just it's pretty amazing how they can all make it happen like that. I think I think you've been reading too many too many silly books. Like, I, I have. I, I, no, I I believe. But people, knowing his schedule, Rob, he's but, all over the world. But 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 if she had a baby next week, he gets on a private plane and comes home. Correct. Like but, honestly, this I remember once when I was working with Jessica Simpson. And Nick and Jessica broke up on Thanksgiving Eve or something, and everybody was furious that they did it on Thanksgiving to bury. Any day they broke up, it was going to make big oh, news. Course. And so I always used to laugh, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't timed. It wasn't. Well, my theory on that it was oh, because God. it's Thanksgiving Eve. Who's talking celebrity news? And Joe Simpson loving the limelight, going, "Now's the time to announce it." No one's talking about anything in the world except family. Let's talk. Let's break the news and get it over. I wish it was that. Put. I don't think. I don't think life's like that. And again, I get it. And I I do think. See, that's the difference. You're on the inside. I'm on the outside. Just just judging. And And, I think a lot of people think the same uh, way too. And I think no matter. I don't know if there's any logic to it though. Like no matter when. I hate that America's become so about conspiracy theories. I really do. Just I like them. I like them in Stephen King books, but I don't like it when it's about like human life. Like that little baby has a birthday and he might be third, fifth in line for the throne now, but he's still a little person. Oh, of course. I don't think they'd change birth certificates just to try and get on the BBC News in America, seven o'clock news. Um, They're back at home. The Queen's going over today. She's going to visit her her 
great grandson. Yeah, great grandson today. It's not grandfather. Prince Charles is the grandpa. Right. So Queen's great grandma. So they're going to go over to Kensington Palace today. I think it's such a joyous moment. And I think Kate uh, and William are such traditional royals. It'll be a traditional name. They're not wacky. It's not going to be Gwyneth Paltrow with apple yeah. or pear or banana. It's going to be a really traditional name. And what an extraordinary little life this kid's going to have. It's like when you looked at your little daughter. Right. It's such hope and such optimism because nothing bad has happened The slate yet. is clean. It's the slate is clean. Yeah, no. It's, this it, baby could change the world. Does the baby go to the wedding? No. No, I don't think so because it's in three or four weeks. Yeah. So probably not. Baby, but I think Kate will be there. Kate will, Kate will bounce back. And um, they don't have a ton of help. They have more help than we have. Oh, yeah. But they have a nanny and they have a, like a housekeeper. But they don't have hundreds of staff like the Queen. And Kate cooks. Like there was recently some pictures just a couple of weeks ago when she was heavily pregnant. She was in a supermarket in London buying her groceries. Oh, I use Fresh Direct. They even <laughs> delivered to the palace. And so I was like, they're trying to give their family the perception, if not the reality, of the most normal life they can. And I think that's I think that's great. I really do. I think it's just so beautiful. And then in three weeks we have this Your Super Bowl. This wedding that is so glorious. And I think they underestimated the attention and the love and the affection that Harry was going to get. Now they're putting on trains from London to Windsor yeah. every ten minutes. And at some point Smart. they're gonna have to stop the trains because Windsor's a very small town. We should set up a t shirt stand. <laughs> you might on the, on the trains. Yeah. But like there's I bet someone's thought of that. But it's unlike London. You can spill out into Hyde Park, or if hundreds of thousands of people gather in London, there's places they can go. In Windsor, it's a little town with little cobbled streets, and so there's, you can't really move. Just imagine that. Have five rows of five, six, seven people deep That's just it. watching you And you won't you be able to get up and down day. the street or, or in the shops. I would shops. hate to live in town, you know? Well, the town's <laughs> going to make a fortune out of it. There's like one really nice hotel in the town that ABC News, George Stephanopoulos, has bought the whole hotel. So the one hotel that's opposite the castle, oh, of course. ABC's got that for all their cameras. And so it's really fun. I was told the other networks are trying to rent rooms from ABC <laughs> to try and get Airbnb. a good Airbnb. Yeah, can we, can we rent the room in the um, back? The prices, George, yes. can we sleep on your couch? Yes, we're just going to need the room for about a half a million dollars. That's right. I would rent this room. But this hotel has hit the jackpot. And now, after the wedding, people will always want to go to Windsor to see where the wedding was. So interesting. Um, Windsor was not very popular. It's about 45 minutes outside oh, of London. It now. It's a magnificent castle, but I'd rather see the Tower of London There's, you know, or the Palace, but Buckingham Palace. Never been. I, I've been looking to book a trip to London because uh, my brother-in-law is from Nottingham, and uh, it's just one of those places there in Australia. Go, go. I was back in Britain a couple of weeks ago. You're right. And I got on the train in Paddington, and the next stop was Windsor. And I was going much further down into the country to see my mom and dad. But I remember thinking, gosh, I should get off at Windsor and have a look look around. I haven't been there in years. It's the most beautiful town. And it's where the Queen really lives. She doesn't live in Buckingham Palace. She lives in Windsor Castle. You think she's at Buckingham yeah, Palace. No, of she doesn't. I was going to say she doesn't not, not like Buckingham Palace. It's magnificent. But if you ask the Queen where she where she lives, she would say Windsor Castle. So, I mean, we've been going on with the uh, with the royals, but. W- if the queen was to pass away, who's the next in line? Prince Charles. So, so it doesn't. Uh, there's no, and Prince Charles is not married, so there's no queen. Well, he is married to Camilla. Oh, so so yeah. Camilla becomes queen. It's tricky. Normally, and it's quite sexist. Normally, if a man becomes the king, his wife automatically becomes the queen. Right. If a woman becomes the queen, her husband does not become king because he outranks her. Why can't so, we, so we so search the, the rules so for the, lineage? So the queen at the moment, her husband Prince Philip is not King Philip. Do you notice that? No. But when he's yeah. not, yeah, so it's very interesting. Now, if Charles had become king, which he will, 
Princess Diana would have been queen. But because this is his second wife, it's a little bit more tricky. So will Camilla be queen? Probably not. She'll be some sort of so escort. Yes, but it's very interesting. They should make so Charles this into is a show. And, 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 and he has no choice. He's next. He can abdicate, which has only ever happened once. But you can't say, let's skip Charles and give it to William. You just cannot do that. Charles is the next king of England. So the minute the queen dies, they will say, Prince Charles is the king of England. Then he can say, which he won't, he can say, I don't want to do it and abdicate. He will not. And then it goes to William. Charles will be king, a very short king, because his mother lived so long. He's now in his 70s. Yeah. So he's not going to be king for so very William long. Is... William will be the king for a long time. Um does back home look at us and go, we have this, you have the Kardashians. Uh, I think they look at us and say, you have Trump. Yeah. <laughs> when I was over there, the question I got asked, now I used to get asked a lot of Kardashian questions. Now I've got to admit, the person they asked about the most the was, president Donald, of the was, United was Donald. States. Was Donald. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Rob, should we covered a lot. <laughs> it's Very great to see you. Congratulations for last night on the red carpet. Congratulations to us and for listening. And thank top you. 10. And, listen to, and, and it's because of you guys. It's not us. It's yeah, everybody that's listening. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And keep on listening. We'll talk to you next week right here on iHeartRadio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.